When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back. It is the Don and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Don't forget that you can download our app, listen anytime. Listen anywhere. It's a uh, fantastic spot to be. Hey, and also don't forget this, that My Talk 1071's 14th annual Santa Project to benefit Ronald McDonald House Charities is kicking off, and it starts tomorrow. You can bring a toy or a gift to Chanhassen Dinner Theaters during the Lori and Julia broadcast. That's Tuesday, November 30th, and then here's what we do. We get those to the kids and the families at the Ronald McDonald House in time for the holidays. More details and a full broadcast schedule, mytalk1071.com, keyword Santa. Uh, Miss Shannon Paul is in for a vacationing Donna Valentine. Miss Shannon, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. DJ Rock Lobster <laughs> clearly got a hold of his voiceover buddy, Kevin. <laughs> now, so Miss Shannon, a few weeks ago, uh, Rocco was giving us the box office blast, and yeah. then we were like, this is the B.O. blast, and then we like just the, the, the imagery yes. of that. So when you called uh, Kevin, uh, Rocco, take us behind the scenes here, that, <laughs> that fantastic voiceover guy, and expl- you give him context, do you talk to him on the phone, or is he just, uh, I'll read it as written? Pretty much, I just say, hey, I need uh, that big voice radio game show host guy voice, and then for the instance when he says like, uh, uh, Carry on. Carry on with the dirt. <laughs> then yeah. I just say, like, you know, could do that, you know, drop character to kind of do that as an aside, you know? Mm-hmm. So wow. he did it. He gave me a couple takes, and there you go. Gosh, that What was a good. professional. He's well amazing. done. What yes. a pro. Uh, with that, Rocco, you have access to the buttons today. Sure. They don't give oh, me those. Can we do beat? a little uh, music news? Oh, oh the, yes, do Give it. me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Well, let's see here. Miss Shannon, what do you know? It's kind of fun. You're here uh, for Donna Valentine. Donna is annoyingly obsessed with Taylor Swift. <laughs> and so the fact that you come bearing a Taylor Swift story is just really a beautiful ode to Donna. Well, actually, this is one that they put in here, but I am okay with this. Oh, is that right? Oh, well, tell, yeah. us, tell us what you've learned here. So here's what it is. So um, Taylor Swift is like she's out there hanging out uh, at Saturday Night Live with her buddies, you know, kind of thing, which I think is is lovely. So after performing a 10-minute version of All Too Well. That was the longest performance in the history of television. <laughs> it looks like she was having a good time. She was looking casual in a houndstooth coat, mm. just being all super fancy with the Jonases. Like, so he's hanging out with Joe Jonas, Sophie Turner, after her Saturday Night Live gig. So she's just out there partying, looking like she's living her best life. Well, mm-hmm. I find it I find it interesting. The party mm-hmm. scene in general has always sort of confounded me, just like the Hollywood party scene. Mm-hmm. Um 
Do you think that, do they just all talk about this is so weird that we're celebrities of this stature? Like the Jonas Brothers and Taylor Swift, what are they talking about? Are they just saying, are, is this really happening to us? Or well, is this our life? I think it's also interesting since he's like one of her most famous exes. That's why they're like, oh, but that world has got to be very like small-ish. Small. Yeah, but so right. it's better if they get along, I'm sure. If they can go, well, you know, we need to be in the same room together because we can't make new friends because we're all in the same small, super famous celebrity world. May I pose a hypothetical? Hmm. Let's say that I turn both of you into just stars today, okay? Okay. You get create projects, you're working on stuff, people know who you are. And if they say, um, you're gonna, I'm going to give a round number here. You're going to make a million dollars to be this celebrity person, and you will live in the hills of Hollywood, yes. which means you're living in paparazzi town, or I'm going to pay you six hundred and fifty thousand dollars this is annual uh but you will live in connecticut and when there's a project you'll come back and you can work remotely and all of that where would you live in hollywood for a million bucks a year and having to deal with all that hollywood brings all of its trappings all of the paparazzi and that or in connecticut working remotely on projects and then you fly to the studio when you need to uh, but you only get six hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Rocco, year. do you want to go first? I'm I, I I'm pretty sure. What you know, I do. I'm I'm excited. I want to take on La La Land, man. Okay. I want it. Mm-hmm. Bring it. I want oh. to just. Uh, He's thirsty. Yeah. He's, you're thirsty. Binges. No, 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 Rocco. No, no, no. Dead prostitutes. No, 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 Rocco. No, no. No. Color to this whole scenario. I like it, Rocco. For the record, I did not say that any of those were a part of this. But it clearly is. This is his fantasy now, not yours, Steve. Let it go. Release it. Release it. This is how Rocco. He's ready. Go, Archer. Do you, Archer? That's all good. I am not a fan of dead prostitutes. I would rather. I would rather be very important to a smaller group of people but have those people really be into the projects i do so i would pick the additionally you know the the paltry wage of $650,000 the paltry wage of that and live in connecticut okay and be able to go to the grocery store on occasion and have people go oh my gosh is that the lady that's in the thing you know so yeah i think i would do that i think tom bergeron um Mm -hmm. the former host of dancing with the stars that there was a time he was doing America's Funniest Videos, mm-hmm. Hollywood Squares, and uh, Dancing with the Stars. And he wrote a book called I'm Hosting as Fast as I Can. Mm-hmm. And it's a really enjoyable read. And by the way, if you email him, when at one point in the book, he gives you his email address and says, mm-hmm. hey, if you ever watched the FX morning show Breakfast Time <laughs> that he was a part of, mm-hmm. email me. And I did. And he emailed me back and it was really, it like blew my mind. Mm -hmm. But he lived in, I believe it was Connecticut, and then would fly across country. Now he lives in LA, but there was a time where he was doing this bi-coastal experience and he was living in Connecticut and then he would fly out, shoot five episodes of Hollywood Squares in a day. Yeah. And then you could shoot AFV the next day and then he'd fly back and be in Connecticut four or five days of the week. And I always thought- I love that idea. Don't you That's what I want to do. That's, you know, I, that's exactly the way you just described it is what I feel like every time. Because I'm like you, like I'll pop out to California and do something and pop mm-hmm. home. I like yeah. that. I like being able to say I hub out of Minneapolis. Yes. And I go there. The last thing mm-hmm. that I want to do right now in the world of television would be 
to be involved in daily shows that tape every day, a live daily show, just a daily grind. That being right. said, if you could rig up a way mm-hmm. where you were on television every day, like think of the Pat Sajaks mm-hmm. and the, whoever the next host of Jeopardy is going to be, where they get to do this batch shooting, they're on every day, people connect with them every day, but they're at home. Right. Hanging. That sounds wonderful. Gosh, it sounds good. Yeah. Um, how about this? DJ Rock Lobster, we yes. will spread a little bit of music news into this next segment because mm-hmm. you watched part one of that new Beatles special oh. that is on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. So I'd like your initial feedback on that. Also, uh, the update that everybody's been waiting for, I, Ms. Shannon, tried to start a new kids' table tradition during oh. Thanksgiving this year, and it was outside the box frankly it was outside the house thinking i will explain what i did and how it was received when we come back it is the donna and steve experience on my talk welcome back the beatles bringing us back from break for very good reason it's the donna and steve experience on my talk 1071 where talk is fun miss shannon paul is in for donna valentine today dj rock lobster bringing back with the beatles because he sat down came through and watched part one yeah. of the new uh, Beatles special that is on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, okay. I want to say it's like three parts, eight hours. Oh, wow. Um, what? It's a lot. And oh. that's what I wanted to lead with was like, oh my. I don't know that this is going to be for, if it's certainly not for non-Beatles fans. Like, oh, hey, I've, <laughs> I've always wanted to check out the Beatles. Let me watch this. Uh, oh, my. I had a big Beatles thing in high school, and mm-hmm. now my 10-year-old's going through a big Beatles thing. Really? So my wife is kind of into it, too. Um, and so for us, my wife and I sat down and watched part one, and it is pretty spectacular. Hmm. Um, here's the backstory on it in case you're you know new to this. Um, in 1969, the Beatles had kind of been away. You know, they... They had just they had done like the White Album and the uh, Sgt. Pepper's. They'd just done a lot of studio stuff. They hadn't played live in front of anybody in a few years. I think they were feeling like they needed to do something fresh. So they're like, hey, you know what? Let's put on a let's go into the studio, into this uh, soundstage. Let's take two weeks. Let's write a bunch of new songs and then we'll play them live for people. And then somebody just said, yeah, let's do that. And then we'll also film it. And we're going to film the behind the scenes stuff, too. And hmm. so what happened was it didn't really go that well. Okay. They started fighting. They weren't getting along. The songs weren't coming, blah, blah, blah. And this is all on film. And so wow. Peter Jackson, who did uh, you know the Lord of the Rings stuff, uh, the New Zealand guy, he yeah. acquired all this uh, footage. There was a movie, I think, put, put out back in the day, you know, an hour and a half. But he put together this eight-hour thing from hundreds of hours of film. And so if you're the kind of person that likes behind-the-scenes stuff, you like seeing the creative process, you like, you want to see the drama between Paul McCartney and George Harrison, um, you want to see stuff like Paul McCartney's just fiddling around on guitar and comes up with Get Back, which becomes like a song that we're still hearing, you know, 40 years later on, you know, classic rock radio. He's sitting down at the piano just fooling around, and all of a sudden there's let it be and the Hmm. long and winding road Hmm. and all the, you know, it's just like, what? Wow. That it's kind of crazy to see the creative process and to see the drama and to see these four gigantic celebrities in a room together, not necessarily, you know, getting along, but also seeing them at their best too, where they just like Hmm. launch into a, a new, a brand new song that, you know, Paul just came up with and they're all harmonizing on it and it sounds Beatlesque, esque and it's just like, Whoa. Amazing so anyways, to yeah. see how hey. it actually creates. Are, are there 
Are there celebrity voices? Is there a narrator voice? Or are you watching well-stitched together behind-the-scenes footage for the duration? Right. There's no voiceover. Every now and then, you'll they'll put up... Mm. Like, when he's, you know, fiddling around on Get Back on guitar... Um, of you know, some words come up on the screen that says this will be their next single, and it'll be a really oh, okay. Um, it's so, but yeah, no voiceover or anything like that. And I can't. I mean, I kind of know where things are going to go in the next uh, six hours. Uh, yeah, I think I'm, they break I, up. Yeah, I, I'm kind of excited to see it because it is kind of weird. Because yeah, you have always heard maybe that this whole let it be thing was a disaster and they you know they fight and everything but mm-hmm. if if you know the history of the beatles you know that abbey road the album abbey road is still in their future which is you know an hmm. absolute masterpiece sure so you know it's something good will happen soon but you also know it's gonna get bad and um uh it's pretty cool but like i said if you're not into the beatles you know, like if you uh, some like we talked earlier about that show with Paul McCartney and Rick Rubin mm-hmm. on Hulu, yes. and I think if you like that kind of stuff, if you like going back and learning about the creative process, learning about how things get, how the sausage gets made, you'd uh, be into into yeah, this, Miss sure. Shannon. You hear this and you think what? Well, I mean, because I am not a big Beatles fan, so I'm not sure that I would watch through the whole thing. But I do wonder. As a fan, do you like the reality show aspects of the way this show seems to be? Like the behind-the-scenes reality? Like Paul and George sort of, like, I don't know if they're bickering or do you right. sense tension? Does that, yeah, does that play sort of, salacious is probably a strong word, yeah. but... Yeah, no, it is, I mean, it, I mean, the Beatles are just so gigantic. They're just iconic. And to, find, to get this behind-the-scenes look at them, uh, where, yeah, real emotions are coming out. You know, John is sitting there with Yoko by his side. You know, they're having band mm. practice, and his wife's like sitting next to him on a chair. And I'm just like, you don't bring your wife to band practice, man. <laughs> yeah, we're the band. Uh, she's yeah. not the band. We're the band. Um, so that's interesting. Then Paul brings his wife, and she's taking pictures because she's a photographer. And, uh, yeah, interesting. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. Does it make? Is them that more... why they wrote the song "Get Back"? Were they like, "Hey guys, like we had band practice going here, and now all these wives are coming right. in"? It is. It's it's kind of funny to see him just fiddle around with it, and then all of a sudden there it is. And you kind of learn at first uh, the song was going to be about a reaction to. Um, uh, and there was sort of an anti-immigration thing, you know, back then in England, kind of like there is today. Mm-hmm. And and Paul was t- fighting back against that and sort of um, making fun of the you know the British politicians that didn't want you know Pakistanis uh, right. immigrating to London. And that's how the song oh, wow. started. And then mm-hmm. he kind of twists the lyrics a little bit. And it's you know if you're into that sort of thing. It's pretty cool. Will it, if, if, I'm a, if I'm a cursory fan, will it make mm-hmm. me like... I'm Bradley Trainer And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The more or will it not sway my opinion at all? I don't know. I mean, I think it might show you. It shows you the human side. You okay. Know? And, and it shows you. I mean, it just shows you Paul McCartney just... I mean, I'm kind of on a Paul kick right now because my 10-year-old he's has kind of gravitated towards Paul. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and it's just pretty crazy to just watch him off the cuff 
you know, write these songs. <laughs> write these iconic things. Classics. That's how they all start, right? right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's like it all crazy. starts from fiddling around. Um, what's the name of this again? It's the Beatles. It's called Get Back. It is okay, called Get Disney Back. Plus. Okay, right. so it's on Disney Plus. You can check that out. Yeah. Um, let me quickly give you an update on my kids' table tradition that I attempted yes. to start. Miss Shannon, this is where we had we had twenty eight people total, oh. and there were like thirteen kids. Okay, and so look, I mean, we only have so many seats for people to eat mm-hmm. at. Mm-hmm. I came up with the idea. Amazingly, it was well received by the women in the group, which I was really surprised by because this feels like a stupid dude idea. But I said, what if we put the kids in the garage (laughs) and it's attached to the house and Mm -hmm. and we do have an insulated garage, so it does stay pretty decent. I said, I can throw a couple space heaters out there and they'll be fine. And then we're like, great. Yes, do it. We don't even need tables and chairs. Let's just put up blankets on the ground and tell them it's a Thanksgiving picnic. There were some people in the group who were saying, this seems like this could be a dumb idea, but majority ruled and we did it. Mm -hmm. It was a total hit. And it will be the tradition moving (laughs) forward. Well done. Kids table is in the garage. And I suggest if you have a garage, I don't even care if it's attached. Put your kids in the garage. Yes. Mm -hmm. In general, not even just for Thanksgiving. Throw up a tent. Put them out there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Much quieter. Yes. Uh, why don't we make some noise? We'll play a game. 651-641-1071. College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Coming up next, it'll be me versus Miss Shannon. You call now. Choose who you think's going to win. You might just win a prize. Game time next on My Talk. Hey, guess what? We still need a player, and uh, maybe this will uh, help you talk you into wanting to play. Uh, the prize today is not a T-shirt. It is uh, tickets to see... An advanced screening of being the Ricardo star Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem. Oh boy. Tuesday, December 7th at Showplace Icon West End at 7. So call in and while uh, while you're dialing, let me just tell you what Jonathan Yuha said about the weather today in the Five Eyewitness News Weather Center, sponsored by Rebath. Partly cloudy today, windy and mild high of 50. Tonight it'll get down to 32 with a northwest wind at 5 to 10. Uh, maybe some rain Wednesday, maybe some rain, maybe some light rain and snow mix on Thursday, so look for that. Rocko, Bite your tongue. Wait, look. Here, Doesn't I'm matter. Yeah, like, the, being the Ricardo, uh, <laughs> uh, Marconi's in there? That's our... Are we giving away the Marconi no. for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge? I haven't our seen Our boss that yet. just brought this into the studio. Wow. And dropped it onto the counter. So I, I wanted have to hold not it. seen that yeah. yet. Congratulations to you. I Michelle. had thought she had I'm already had it phone. installed as a hood ornament on her vehicle. <laughs> wow. That's sweet looking. We won a uh, Marconi uh, Station of the Year. Large uh, Market Station of the Year. So excited. We won that just a few weeks ago. We had been the Susan Lucci. We had been the underdog, often nominated, never having won. And then we mm-hmm. did. And it was just so exciting. And uh, now the physical award has arrived. It's With heavy. That, Listen to this. Yes, yeah, well done. That is, uh, that might, might have just broke it. We don't know. <laughs> no, I, we don't know. I wouldn't break it. She just handed it to me. I want to stay here. I mean, <laughs> I wonder if she, she's going to go around to the other stations today. I know it's going to happen. She's going to walk she by should. KS95, although they've won like a gazillion, I think. But Doesn't matter. We have it now. That's right. We got the most <laughs> recent one. Uh, DJ Rock Lobster, yes. do we now have uh, we a do. caller okay. who so has called in? Let's play the game. Time, time to go to college. college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. 
Yes, Miss Shannon in today for Donna. And um, I am going to quiz y'all on the late Stephen Sondheim. Oh. Um, he died, uh, he died on the 26th, three days ago at age 91. Broadway legend. Yes. One of the most important figures in 20th century musical theater. He was a... Prolific career. Yes. He was a lyricist and a composer. Um, Some shows he just did the lyrics for, and some shows he did both. I'll quiz you on some of that. I'm going to pick some stuff that I think you guys will know. Okay. Okay, great. Because I feel like this is going to get heady. Yeah, because it's deep. It is deep. That's a long Um, career, too. Everything I'm going to bring up, I think, uh, you know, there was a movie involved. He didn't have to go to Broadway. Oh, okay. That's helpful. Um, and uh, to play along is Andrew. He's got a chance at those tickets to being the Ricardos. Let's say hi to Andrew. What it do, Drew? What's up, guys? Hey, if you haven't been told today, I want to remind you guys, you do an awesome service to this community by bringing joy and a lot of laughter. So thank you. Aww, oh, Drew. Appreciate Aww. that. Right after we bragged about our Marconi, <laughs> now we feel sort of self-involved. No, Drew, that's really, really like nice. I feel like we earned it. That's what there I we feel go. like. There we go. All right, fine. Validated. Yes. Uh, Drew, thank you for leading with such kindness there right out of the gate. Okay, that being said, you're a nice guy, but you have to be mean to one of us because you can only choose Miss <laughs> Shannon or me. The topic is Stephen Sondheim, uh, his career, we will say. Who would you like to team up with here for a chance to win a pair of tickets to being the Ricardos? Steve, I've got to tell you, if Donna was there, I'm like pro Steve 10 out of 10 times. Love you, man. I think you're way into it. But Miss Shannon, she just got that extra, that extra uh, pixie dust yeah. going on yes. with her today. She's got a cool factor I don't have. All right, all right I'm going to sit in my this. closet and emotionally play the guitar. Wave for me when it's time for me to come back. <laughs> all right, keep your shirt on this time. All right, all right, <laughs> right Miss Shannon. All right, Andrew, I'm going to try and do you do you service. Here we go. Thanks okay, Shannon. All right, we're going to start with this one. Uh, before he played Inigo Montoya in Princess Bride and before he played Saul Berenson on Homeland, he played the lead in Sunday in the Park with George on Broadway. Name that actor. Mandy Patinkin. Name a song from West Side Story. Uh, um, America. And in the film adaptations, he played the wolf in Into the Woods and the title role in Sweeney Todd. Oh, uh, is that our last question? Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> Jason Alexander. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know maybe Andrew saw about. those movies. Mm-hmm. I watched a little bit of those movies over the weekend. Johnny Depp. Johnny oh, Depp. Oh, you got that in Johnny before Depp. the buzzer. I th- we'll, see, we'll see what Andrew says. I don't know. Andrew, mm-hmm. I'm bringing you back. I'm- to. We're going to fact check. Miss Shannon's, uh, we're going to Andrew check Miss Shannon here. Okay, Andrew, what do you think? Um, she says Girlfriend, Mandy Patinkin. I, I'm good with you. You go. You go. I all believe. Right. Even, even if you're wrong. Your confidence is palpable. You know, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I can sing all of the, the words to the songs from West Side Story and do not know the names and of them. you said America. Yes, because I know that that's the lyric of one of them, but I do There's not know no if that's There's no way she's going to know it, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I'll be true with I'll be honest with you. That I don't, I don't think I know that Sweeney Todd one. I, I, it's do you so, want to go with Johnny Depp over Jason Alexander? Yes. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a Johnny better Depp wrong answer. Way. Right. Okay. It's a better well, wrong answer. Well, spoiler alert. I think you did pretty well here. Okay. All right. I'm here we go. wave at Stevie Boy. Here he comes, I believe. 
putting that guitar down. All right, Steve. You know, I picked I picked up my guitar over the weekend. I think I'm going to make it my goal to learn some chords this winter, Steve. Okay. Oh, that's All really... I know is the D chord, really. I'm There's some great uh, YouTube videos that you can do. Yeah, that I'm going to do it. It's, and that's, if you're a visual learner, it's just the way to go. Okay. It is the way to go. Well, I was playing House of the Rising Sun, by the way. Thanks All for right. asking. Well, well done. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Steve. All right. Um, I'm going to quiz you on Stephen Sondheim. I think you might know some of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll start with this one. Before he played Inigo Montoya in Princess Bride and Saul Berenson on Homeland, he played the lead in Sunday in the Park with George on Broadway. Name that actor. I don't have to. Pass. Okay. Name a song from West Side Story. Um, hey, boys, boys, crazy boys, boys and snapping. And in the film adaptations, he played the wolf in Into the Woods and the title role in Sweeney Todd. James Corden isn't correct. Um, that first one in the thing is Al Pacino. Okay. Well, I think Andrew's going to go to a movie on the 7th. After my um, Loctite performance? Miss Shannon actually went three for three. No. All right. I need to hear all these answers. Wow. So the man who was in Sunday in the Park with George and later played Inigo Montoya and Saul Berenson was Mandy Patinkin. Yes. Oh, dang Love him. Love him. I asked you guys to come up with a song from West Side Story, a a musical that Stephen Sondheim wrote the lyrics to. Um, Miss Shannon said America, which is a song from it. I want to live in America. Yes. Yep. America. And I, I probably have got half accepted, credit too, right? Um, somewhere <laughs> tonight, Maria, mm-hmm. Jet song. Those are all. Man. Those That's are your snap song, is That's the Jet snap. song. That's the, the Jet <laughs> song, right? Of, uh, been yeah. in the snap song. Mm-hmm. And then Miss Shannon got this one in at the buzzer. Johnny Depp was Bye! the wolf oh, from the woods. Dang. And played Sweeney Todd. I am so excited because Andrew was so nice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I would have felt terrible if I'll, I had let you down, I'll Andrew. Andrew back Congratulations. In. Yay. Thanks. All right, yeah. Andrew, you've got a pair of tickets to see Being the Ricardos. Who do you think you're going to invite along for a free movie? My baby mama. Nice. Well done. <laughs> Makes good yes. sense. It's going to gonna me. be a good date night. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. We'll have fun. Thank yeah. you guys. I think okay. you're wonderful. Yes, oh, yeah. thank you, Andrew. I'll get your info. I'm okay. so glad. Congratulations. I'm, I'm really sure. glad I pulled the Johnny Depp answer out because that was bothering me a lot. <laughs> and then <laughs> like, to go. I know I'd seen that. <laughs> so. Three for three, too. I mean, that's a really strong. That's a strong performance because it Thank looked you. like you were doubting a little bit when they, when he said Stephen Sondheim at the beginning. I thought, oh, maybe we've got her in a weak spot, but then you crushed that. You know what? If Rocco has figured this out. You know what my weak spot is? TV shows. Okay. Especially, yeah, TV shows. I know a lot about movies. I know a lot about music and move, those things. I don't watch a lot of television. Okay, oddly enough, like we like he had easy questions about Friends. I'm like never seen it. Like huh. never, like don't know Friends. Haven't seen, like I know I know sitcoms exist and just that just has never been my fan. <laughs> Intellectually, fan. you're aware that they're out there, and I know they're quality TV programs. That's just not what I watch. <laughs> so huh. I like, but I know movies, and I've seen. I watch a movie a hundred times. And never see an actual episode of a TV show. 
Wow. I'm bad about TV shows. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a little interesting fact to it about Machana. Now, what you might not know about Machana too is she uh, she knows things about doing online shopping. We've <laughs> got a couple of minutes. Give, give us what would you tell a friend if they were saying, "Oh, I hope I don't miss some of these deals today." What do you do to make sure that you're a an effective online shopper? You know, a lot of us are very leery of signing up for those 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 met those notifications in your inbox. Like you don't want more spam. You're like, I get too much mail. But if you have certain retailers that you know you enjoy those are the ones you need to be about you need to go through and take everything of us out but there are certain things and when you put yourself on those watch lists from mm-hmm. a retailer that you love yes it does work out like we were talking earlier about stores like michael's i have never paid full price for anything wow. at michael's because once you go on the first time those rewards shows i mean those rewards programs for certain places are greatly of value and I'm I thinking like Kohl's too, like yes, with Kohl's cash. You mm-hmm. never leave there without some Kohl's no. cash. I have a couple of uh, online retailers that I, I like. My top today is from this place called Dress Lily. I am on. They send me you know ideas all the time. Now you do have to be able to restrain yourself from not taking every deal. <laughs> like yeah. you have to. You do good. have to get this used to that. We're just because because it, if just because it's presented to you does not mean that it is a deal that you need to partake in. Just because it's in your inbox. Yeah, you can go not that deal, but okay. it has worked out where I, you know I I normally pick a price point for an item, mm-hmm. and then I do a little watch list for it. And if it hits that point, I go okay, that's how much I want that. I will buy that for that amount. Now let me say this though: what mm-hmm. what if you, what if you want a dress mm-hmm. and you want the dress for. Forty dollars, mm-hmm. and it's right now sixty bucks. If it goes down to forty-five dollars, I would totally just buy it at that point and break my the vow that I'd made with myself. Do you or do you have real restraint where you say this is the price and that's that's what I'm going to stick to? I have learned real restraint. Okay, yeah, throughout my lifetime. <laughs> like initially, I was more like you, but now I'm going no, really. You know, like the more I do it, the more I'm like, no, I only want it that much. That's a muscle you got to work, though. Then, you got to grow that thing. And I just kind of, in my head, I go, this is how many times I'd have to wear that to make it worth the price. And if I can't figure out how many times I'm going to use an item, I'm just that kind of person. I'm like, then I don't want it that I way. I have an RSVP to enough weddings, I'm going to pass. <laughs> Correct. Exactly. Okay. All right. How or- many galas am I going to attend? Is that going to be my gala dress for the season? Okay. Then that's it. It's purple sequins for four months. Then that that's and that's how I decide how much I'm willing to to wear a thing. I'd hate to see you buying like an all black dress or pantsuit because then you're counting funerals and you're like, who's gonna die? <laughs> how many? How he many didn't look friends? healthy when I saw him. He how did not many? look good. You know, you just start going to some you know so, some some people's funerals where you only kind of knew them. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't this dress fabulous? Exactly, your second cousin. He oh. deserved so much better, but I look amazing. You know Don't what? Um, when we come back, when we come back, we're gonna talk a little. Um, Money Today is a Money Monday, so mm-hmm. we will run through some Cyber Monday deals. If you're looking to do some effective shopping today, uh, I've got a list for us today at 1130. But when we come back, uh, there was a group called a, a group called a DAO that mm-hmm. tried to purchase a copy of the Constitution. And that's just the tip of the iceberg as to what a DAO is, how you can be involved. Essentially, you can own a business. And yes, it all has to do with very, very confusing crypto. Let's try okay. to learn something together so we don't all feel like idiots. That's next on Donna and Steve. The Donna and Steve Experience, My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Ms. Shannon Paul is in for Donna Valentine today. Definitely having fun. Definitely. Uh, DJ Rock fun. Lobster is there. <laughs> He's pushing all the buttons over there with his big yeah. lobster hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are just two days out from um, 
Red from a, uh, <laughs> a Red Lobster. We're going to Red Lobster, Miss Shannon, with um, with our big boss, Dan Seaman. Oh. And uh, he originally wasn't going to be him, and then he said, I'll pay. Can I come? Oh, okay. And so we said, sure. Absolutely. Now we're going to have to alter our behavior a little bit. No, you're not. I don't know. Why? Imagine Rocco with just like getting after some clam chowder. Do with it. Beard <laughs> Do and it. Stuff. Do it. I'm trying to decide if I'm going to take the rest of the day off. I think our big boss is that down. Just be you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's pretty fun. Yeah, he'll be all right. But you're right. It's it's a it's a different lunch. If it was just us three weirdos, or four if Don's coming, or five if Miss Shannon's coming. When are you going? I'll go. Wednesday Wednesday. at uh, one. Yeah, I'll go. We can't, don't don't mention which Red oh, Lobster location we're going to be at because now <laughs> they're going to be like my talkers are going to be there expecting some kind of a meet and greet. They're like, I thought you said you were paying. No, no, no. Can I say something about Ben Gay before I get into cryptocurrency? Mm-hmm. I just put Ben Gay on my neck, hashtag yeah. warrior, because mm-hmm. my neck hurts. Mm-hmm. And then I had to run to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. My, you didn't wash your hands first? I rinsed them. Mm-hmm. I did not wash them. Now you're mentholed. I am mentholed. <laughs> My man part is mentholed. It's relaxed. <laughs> I mean, shit, come on. Is it cold in here? There is a chill You're downstairs. Quite mentholed. Wow. I like it. Anyway. Are you going to do that more? And like, you're like, this is what I do on Mondays now. <laughs> spice <laughs> Mondays. spice my days up. Spice them up. Wow. Here, you need to get one of those rollerball sticks just to help you next time so you I, don't have to put it on your hands. Get the rollerball right. stick. I got the Biofreeze rollerball, but I don't think that Biofreeze works as well as Bengay does. Right. Uh, there's something about Bengay that just really helps. I, I don't have know. the Asper. Asper cream, cream. One. The Asper, Asper cream. cream one. Very yes. similar to Bengay, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, just be careful. Look at out us there, being kids. all sporty. Listen, we, we <laughs> talked as doctors earlier on the show. No. We addressed coronavirus. We know the stuff. Well, um, I mean, I've been back in my sports thing because I, I, you know, we we all go on our health journeys and our things. So yeah. I'm not dieting, but I am back in a watching. The way I eat and what I'm doing, and I'm not trying to get super thin, but sure. I am trying to get back to Miss Shannon when she played football because my son is 13. Mm-hmm. He's five foot six, so he's officially taller than I am, and oh, he weighs 280 pounds. I don't need yeah. to be tiny. I need yeah. to be strong. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. I need to be like football player mom. Yes. And that's this is what great. I've been working on. So I'm like, I am like you occasionally, like, hey, that's a little sore. I felt yeah. like I did that. <laughs> so I'm going to get you a tube of Ben Gay. Thank you. And I wash my hands better than you did. <laughs> I'll put it right next to the toilet. <laughs> right. Oh, ah. Here, menthol yourself, Miss Shannon. You know, put um, that on there. Mm-hmm. Now, here's something that we don't really know anything about. Just cryptocurrency in general is just right. so weird. And we do non-fungible token news. And it's mm-hmm. we don't know what's going on. Let me read a new term that I learned today. But look, we'll all learn it together. Okay. So we're all going to feel better about it. Yes. Uh, there was a group of people called a a, a DAO mm-hmm. that attempted to uh, buy the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Let me explain. Uh, they had a $43 million bid. It lost out to some hedge fund dude, but they were really close. So in case you hear about this, we wanted to explain it so mm-hmm. you can act like you know the things. Right. Uh, the group that tried to buy the Constitution formed a DAO, D-A-O, yes. pronounced like D-O-W, um, so what is a DAO? It's this new way to create a business or a club, an organization, even a government, frightening. And it could just be the future, is what they say. DAO stands for Decentralized 
Autonomous Organization. Okay, so got you. Basically, this means that there would be no leaders. There would be no CEOs. There no. would be no presidents. There's just Every, an equal distribution of power and authority. Exactly. Gotcha. gotcha. And so everybody in the Dow, if mm-hmm. you buy your way into the Dow, you can vote on what it does. And you earn votes by buying DAOs, the AAA DAOs cryptocurrency token. So they yes. might all have their own little token. Let's call it the Jimmy token. Uh-huh. They've got the Jimmy token. If you buy enough Jimmy tokens, it gets you more votes. You vote on the decisions like where to invest profits or how much to bid, for instance, on the Constitution. And then the software running the DAO mm-hmm. automatically does what the vote says now this could lead to businesses with no ceo where members of the dow vote on product features or banks where members vote on investments or could lead to and this is i think kind of frightening to governments that are democracies with no elected leaders i immediately I, see a problem here's you what start. i here's what i don't understand about how it makes it more equitable because it's still if you have more tokens you get more votes right and so it's still a matter of who got in first or who had the most ability to buy the most tokens and so maybe somebody just had an an intuitive reason because i have a number of cryptocurrencies that i i dabble in because i'm fascinated about this concept and i do think that it is enough of the future that I want to figure it out now. That we shouldn't ignore it. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, let me buy some Bitcoin. Let me have. Some, I have a bunch of them. Like I okay. have like eight, eight oh, things. I love this. And and because I'm like, this is. I do believe enough. The nerd in me goes. This is enough of. It's not going to go away. Yeah. It may not be. Two years from now, we're all into crypto, and that's what we do. But I did buy like one of the ones I did is one where you buy little like, you know, land in a made up. <laughs> Keep thing. going. I love yeah, this. So I'm like, I bought my mana so I can buy my property in this decentralized land thing. Because yeah. I'm like, maybe I'll need a farm in this decentralized land if that's where we're hanging out every day. Nothing so, that you're saying makes any sense. And I love it. <laughs> I'm so interested. Because that's the whole thing is that everybody gets to make up. There's so many different varieties of crypto worlds that you can dabble in like you can buy ones that buy you property in a particular crypto like a a virtual space you can stake that something like some program is going to be really important and so you can buy it and go well we're going to help you make this thing important and i'll get my money two years from now or you can buy a thing that has value right now and hope that the value goes up it's a it's it's complicated. It's a lot. It's and there's a whole other language now because I have I friends just, that hit me up and go, "Hey man, you need to buy this thing. It's going to go 100x." And I had to like go back and like figure out what they meant. Yeah. Well, <laughs> go, okay. I just downloaded Crypto.com mm-hmm. and uh, the app, and I uh, and now it's like Crypto.com Arena out in Los Angeles, no longer the Staples Center where the Lakers play. It's mm-hmm. Crypto.com Arena. Um, so I downloaded that, and and my my brother and I have long been talking about let's just find somewhere between five and 10 cryptocurrencies, some that seem more or less stable and others that seem like they are going to go belly up or to the moon. Yes. And let's just see what happens. Rocco, why are you dragging your feet and not getting in cryptocurrency? Um... My wife controls the finances in my house, so I'll talk to her about it. You know what? Here's the thing. At least, because Rocco and I, Steve, I didn't know if you know this. Rocco and I are Pokemon Go friends. Okay. You kind of have to look at it like Pokemon Go. Like kind of thing. There you, go. There you, you go. Kinda, there's kinda go. Okay. There's these things that we have, they have value, emotional value. 
And I put the money that I put in crypto just has an emotional value for right now. It may not be any actual value, but you still keep trying to catch them all. And now all you're trying to catch are Dogecoin. Yes, not that one. Match it like that. Yeah. I got Shiba Inu. Oh, Shiba Inu. All right. Anyway, there's your crypto talk uh, for you, my friends. Hey, Matthew McConaughey talking a lot about the possibility of running for governor of Texas. He was doing well in some polls. He spoke about it over the weekend and made a decision. You will hear from him when we return.